I'm going to call it a mate night because it's going on a, a date with yeah. a mate, a girl. Um, this was great. If you missed it on Friday's podcast, like on the, the catch-up from the morning radio regular show. regular show. The regular pod or whatever. You outlined how nerve-wracking it was to ask someone to essentially be your friend. Yeah, it's tough, especially as a 30-year-old, new to town. It's just not mm. something that comes easily when you get older and it's hard putting yourself out there. You're going to a Pinot and Picasso, like a paint and sip mm, night. So stunning. I hope you have a great time. Thanks. I, you asked me off air, and I didn't tell you this. You asked me what I was doing this weekend. I'm going to make it my mission to go and see The Whale. Oh, my God. With uh, Brendan Fraser. I have to see it this weekend. It's out? Yeah, it's out. Oh, it's in cinemas. God. All of them. I, I, I adore Brendan Fraser and just the the rise that he has yeah. deservedly rehad since yeah. having to take a step back from Hollywood. And this film has just done that for. Him, I love a awesome. comeback, man. Yes. I love a John Travolta style Hollywood comeback. So, did John Travolta anyway, have a comeback? Yeah, well, he was huge after Greece and all that, yeah. you know, and then sort of nothing for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. And then pop fiction is what exploded him back no. onto the Hollywood scene. I thought you were going to say hairspray. So, he, he was very good as Edna as Turnblad, wasn't he? <laughs> Living in the 60s. Uh, 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 uh. I'm anyway. drunk. It's Cliffo and Bronte After Hours podcast. I wish. It's a weekend. You're allowed to be. Okay, yay! (laughs) So we talked on our regular show uh, about something that my sister and friends deemed the scratching pillow. Yeah. Is that still on our Instagram? I think, no, it wouldn't be. It just went up as a story. Yeah, maybe we'll put this one up as well just so you can get (sighs) some context because... Okay, so the scratching pillow is a big European pillow, so a square pillow that had a <laughs> don't sigh. It oh, had it's, a, it's it's the most cat woman you've got in our relationship. <laughs> it's very cat like this pillow. And what's happening with it? Cats are my spirit animal. Um, so the the pillow had a sheet on it. What do they call it? A pillowcase that I had accidentally during the night scratched open over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's called the scratching pillow. And so that's what I thought was the biggest issue with the pillow until you and also my guests that were here over the weekend noticed the colour of the pillow. It's very much off-white. It's a little yellow. And so someone was like, how long have you had that? You should throw that out. Mm. And I didn't know that you... Get rid of pillows after a certain time. Did you know some newer pillows mm. are now being sold with a use-by date printed on the pillow? Okay. Tontine is the brand, I believe, oh, fancy. that puts a use-by date on a pillow that everyone ignores. How how long would you say you keep pillows for? Oh, look, me? Yeah. Okay, too long. Okay, that's But I feel like it's the same with like toothbrushes. We keep them longer than we actually should. Uh-huh. I reckon a health expert would tell you it's full of dust mites and all that and should be replaced every year. I think that's what an expert would say. Yeah, and 
If you weren't an expert, would you say maybe um, 10 to 12 years is too long to have kept? Yeah, no one would say that. <laughs> that is too long. Yeah. What, yeah. If, what if you had four pillows that you've kept for 10 to 12 yeah, years? Yeah, and it's the yellow. It's the, They used to be white, but what has made them yellow? Like, that's the real problem, isn't it? I've literally had the same pillows on my bed for 10, 10 years, if not longer, and have travelled around Australia with these pillows, like moving them from city to city. I... I think that's. I think I'm probably doing some damage. How much? <laughs> like number one, how much are you perspiring? Or uh. number two, how much are you spitting in your sleep? Oh, because I'm a drooler. You are a drooler. Yeah, I'm a drooler. A drooler. Is that a bad thing? Because there's there's off white, yeah. and then there's just like <laughs> piss brown yellow, and that's what we're looking at right here. Can we take a moment, please? Mm. To acknowledge the absolute absurdity that is food combinations that is happening right now in front of our eyes in Australian oh, supermarkets. So you're going to tell me, I, and I was like, I'm not, I don't have anything. But what's up? No, I'm not. What do you mean? I no, thought you were. I you're, thought you were. Is mad your at la- me. last name Woolworths, mate? <laughs> if it was, I would not be working. <laughs> That's for sure. I wouldn't be here with you, mate. No, the 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 huge amount. I'm seeing so much of it, Bronte. Mm. So many food combos that just shouldn't be being released at supermarkets. And you brought me to attention of the yeah. first one. And I haven't shown you this, but I came across it. So I was in Coles the other day, uh-huh. and I came across the Twiggy Stick <gasps> cheese. And hundreds and thousands biscuit combination. Isn't it combination. insane? So you actually found it. That's a great photo of Bis- you, by the way. Well, uh, you know what I'll do? I'll give this to producer Alicia. That's a good idea. And we'll whack it up on the Insta. That's a good way to promote this podcast. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. This Cliffo rants about this on the After Hours podcast this week. Because you're a big foodie, right? I'm so a big foodie. this doesn't appeal to you. It doesn't appeal to me at all. But it, if you didn't catch it there, because I was kind of yelly, let's be honest. <laughs> It's an Arnott's Hundreds and Thousands Biscuit, which is a sweet biscuit. Delicious. With like a pink topping on it and Hundreds of Thousands. And then it comes in one of those little packs where you put cheese and a twiggy stick on the top. Well, that's the vibes that it's giving that... Because it comes in a pack of those three things that you should stack them on top of each well, other. Well, it's and it's in the um, they're stored in the cold section mm. where like the cheese and biscuits are. So uh-huh. that is one hundred percent the inference there is that you eat them together. Did you buy it? No. What? Oh, Maybe we're missing out. Maybe it's a combo that we should have been trying. Well, could we say the same for this? Because again, Coles repeat offender. Coles, you. It's been announced Crazy. this week they're doing burger sauce hot cross buns for Easter. So the Coles burger sauce, uh-huh. which is low-key, just Big Mac sauce. Yeah. Guys, Spoiler, yeah. They're doing that in hot cross buns. Have you seen this getting around? All right. I have, and yeah. I'm not mad at it because oh, come on. I'm not a regular hot cross bun gal. I don't like sultanas. I don't really like sweet bread, okay. but I do like a savoury bread. So when I saw that, and there's something else that's going around, another um, hot cross another bun flavour. Another combo that shouldn't be. I think it looks pretty good. And this is why they do it, mate. Yeah. You you and your people, Yes, you're enablers. <laughs> it's your fault. I know there's a lot of different arguments and advice out there about this issue and I'd like to get your opinion on it because it's something that we all have to deal with almost every day I'm going to say and that is what bathroom stall do you use in a public toilet? Oof! Yes. 
Big question. Big. I don't know why this isn't on the main show, but I thought we. What could are we do doing? Some Just putting stuff. it. Yeah, you know, most people get their audio different ways these yeah, days. True. Put the good stuff out digitally. I yeah. like it. Um, okay. I think this is a thing. Everyone has their favourite, don't mm-hmm. they? But mm-hmm. you never really talk about it. No. And I want to talk about two different instances because I've got um, some advice here from a former janitor who used to clean bathrooms for two years who has their opinion on the matter. Ah. But this is about toilets that have more than like, I'm going to talk about toilets that have multiple and then also the dreaded three or two yeah, right. situation. Okay, I will, as a rule of thumb, always try to go to a stall, like a toilet, yep. that backs up next to a solid wall. Okay. So the furthest one to the right or the left. Okay. Because that way you've only ever got maximum one neighbour. That is, ding, 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 what this janitor actually, the cleaner suggests. You should go to the toilet stall furthest from the door because usually people go in and they walk straight in and go to the first couple. Okay, so me using the legs, taking the extra few steps to go right up to the end. See, I think it hails back to my when I was a nervous weir. I'm not as nervous anymore. I am. But but I would always go for maximum privacy. Sure. And that for me is a stall with a wall. Okay. I do the same, but I'm the one closest to the other wall. So I remember one time (sighs) mum might have quoted Oprah saying you should always go into the first bathroom store because no one goes in there. So in a bathroom right now, I'm in the first one, you're in the furthest one. <laughs> so if, if it would ever be that we're in a unisex toilet... People will know where to find us. You know where to find us. <laughs> okay, so we do often say the After Hours podcast is where we can talk about stuff that would not be appropriate to talk about on the radio. Correct. And this... Next story, the next two minutes, comes with an MA15 plus rating. My God, I don't know what this is and I'm nervous. Look, it's not that bad. Look, It's innocently rude. Okay. Because it was delivered to me, this innocently rude thing was said by my eight-year-old daughter. Okay. All right, I've got to be careful because I don't want to throw her under the bus too much. (laughs) You've already done it, but okay. I'm already, yeah. I've made a career out of throwing my family under the bus with you're driving the wacky bus. stories. <laughs> okay, so what happened was she runs out of her bedroom screaming one afternoon. She was on her iPad, she runs out screaming. I'm like, What's the problem? And she's like, There's a cockroach on my iPad charger uh... because the iPad was being charged. Okay, Ugh. and she's absolutely petrified of them. So I, you know, I like to tease her a little bit, give her a hard time. Like if I ever pick one up or whatever yeah. in a tissue, I'll then chase her around with it, that kind of thing. That's a dad thing to do. You're it's a, a real okay dad there. thing to do, right? Yeah. And I said to her, "Oh, and this is—I made the dumbest dad joke ever." I said to her, "Oh, your iPad's not even charging; it's cockroach charging." <laughs> like, hey, like how silly, right? And then this is where she, like, innocently was accidentally really rude. And then she's like, "Ha ha!" Because she laughed at them. Like, "Oh, it's cockroach charging." She goes, "Ah, no, nah, it's cock charging." <laughs> it's cock charging, Dad. And then she kept repeating it over and over again. And I was just like. Please don't say that at school. Like, please don't ever repeat that again. (laughs) That was the Cliffo and Bronte podcast.